Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin, our number is 877-381-3811, Well, I want to thank you, Levinites. Man, oh, Manischewitz. You went to Amazon and Barnes & Noble and these other sites, and you were pre-ordering the book. Debuted at number two, even though the book doesn't come out for a few months. And the fact of the matter is, The number one book is a book that is supported by Oprah Winfrey in the Oprah Club. And I'm going to talk about this, and then we're going to swing into the Biden speech, because they're relevant and they're related. Oprah Winfrey is a multi-billionaire. She has estates, not just all over the country, but all over the world. She has private jet. She has a broadcasting business, TV, radio. She has a publishing business. She has businesses all over the place. And you know why she's rich? Because of you. Because of our capitalist system. She's rich because of you. And yet, just like LeBron James, she's a mouthpiece. She's a mouthpiece for the Marxist movement in this country, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's systemic racism. And this book that's number one on Amazon, which is out now, talks about how to overcome obstacles and so forth and so on. I just want you to think about this a second. She embraces an ideology any movement that calls you systemically racist, whomever you are who disagree with her, whatever your race, you're systemically racist. Yet she's promoting a book that talks about 
individuals, not based on their race, but based on psychological issues, how to overcome your personal problems, and so forth and so on. She's getting away with being a complete fraud. Oprah Winfrey is a complete fraud. LeBron James is a complete fraud. Bill Gates is a complete fraud. Warren Buffett is a complete fraud. They embrace these movements that are at war with our society, that want to undermine our capitalist system. Well, at the same times, they are wealthier than any human beings have ever been on face of the earth as a result of America, republicanism, and capitalism. You see, in other countries, it doesn't matter how gifted you are. It doesn't matter how intelligent you are. It doesn't matter if you can invent a thousand things. It doesn't matter if you have a personality that can draw a uh, daytime audience of millions. Because you don't get the chance to do any of those things. You don't get the chance to do any of those things. So there she is. Her book that she's promoting. Number one on Amazon. And it is my goal, with your help this evening, to overtake it and again to send a message to Oprah Winfrey, to the media, to the world, that you're no longer the silent majority, that they have to take notice. That's why the book's called American Marxism. American Marxism. Now what does this have to do with anything? It has to do with everything. You're going to hear a speech tonight given by a doddering old fool. He's going to have every syllable written for him, which substantively is 80%. 80% the kind of speech that Fidel Castro would give. 80% the kind of speech Maduro would give. That is, there are still certain constitutional firewalls that haven't been breached, although not many. Not many. But you're going to hear Joe Biden talk about how he is going to eviscerate our existing society. Why it has to be eviscerated. Because it's a failed society. He's going to hit all the hot topics about racism and climate change. And of course the way to fix it is to steal trillions of dollars from people who earned it. Whether it's A labor force like you. Whether it's a business. Whatever it is. And give it to a labor force that hasn't earned it. The federal bureaucracy and state bureaucracies. Who will then redistribute it based on what Joe Biden thinks are righteous and noble causes. Free nursery school and kindergarten. Free community college. As Hillary Clinton once said. I have a million ideas. But folks. If you're in the private sector, or in your own lives, and you have a million ideas, fine. But if you have a million ideas, and the way you impose those ideas is through the iron fist, extra constitutional means, confiscatory taxes, where you're going to steal from people, that is immoral. And it will also fail. It will fail. Marxism, even a soft Marxism, will fail. The economic impact won't be felt immediately, but it'll be felt. 
And by the time it's felt, it's too late. It's easier to impose these things than to undo these things. It's easier to impose these things than to undo these things. What is it that Joe Biden is going to be proposing, among other things? Well, I'll give you an example. Three days ago, they were talking about $1.5 trillion. Now they're talking about $1.8 trillion. And Bernie Sanders is unhappy. He wants it to be well over $2 trillion because he wants free health care and free prescription drugs. In the course of 100 days, Joe Biden has spent or intends to spend $6 trillion. That does not even include the federal budget, which is about $4.5 trillion, where he has a 16% increase in domestic discretionary spending. $6 trillion. No more do they pretend that this is tied to the coronavirus. No more do they depend that this is relief. And they're going to spend all this money by giving you the usual Marxist claptrap. That is, tell you how they're going to create heaven on earth. You shouldn't have to pay for your prescription drugs. All these people who are developing these drugs, forget about the pharmaceutical companies. Think about the employees, the scientists, the medical experts, the lab technicians, thousands of people working on one drug at a time. How are they going to get paid? And why would they... Invest time and effort to developing anything. If the government's going to take 50, 60, 70 percent of what those businesses earn. Why would they do that? He says he's just going to tax the rich. He's a liar. I'll get into that later. Just remember, Joe Biden's always been a liar. And so has the left. What else are they going to do? He won't secure the border. They're undermining law enforcement. They're pushing critical race theory. They want to destroy our constitutional separation of powers. And you should hear some of these proposals he has in here. Let's go through some of them. And remember, I want you to listen to the speech in the context of a Marxist ideologue. Because they're going to reject, no, we're not Marxists, we're not saying that we should own the production and we should own these businesses. Of course you're not saying that, but you're doing it through the back door. I said this is American Marxism. That is an American form of Marxism. That's what we have. These are the arguments. He's going to talk about taxing the rich. He's going to talk about the poor getting all these so-called benefits. He's going to pretend he's going to leave the masses, that is, all of you, alone, when in fact that's an impossibility. You're his target. You're his real target. He's going to talk about the environment while he's driving up energy prices, electricity prices. The price of gasoline has gone up. The price of food has gone up because everything's related to energy. He's going to pretend like the worst of the Marxists do, that he's doing it in the name of the people, that he's doing it for the people. He cares about the people, when in fact it's the people he wants to control and his party wants to control. Here's some of what he's proposing to do, according to The Hill, because it was already released. 
It calls for $200 billion program offering universal pre-kindergarten for all three- and four-year-olds. Well, that'll be great while they're learning about transgenderism and they're learning about critical race theory so they can help them help, uh, hate themselves and hate other people. So we're going to expand public education and public control of your children. Free, universal, pre-kindergarten for all three- and four-year-olds. $109 billion for tuition-free community college for any American who wants it. $85 billion to increase Pell Grants to benefit low-income and minority students. Now, I could have sworn we just spent hundreds of billions of dollars in two multi-trillion dollar bills for education, particularly public education and so forth, but it's not enough because they can never be satiated. And more than $4 billion in funding for larger scholarships, certification and support programs for teachers because they're doing such a swell job. They're going to build on provisions of the American Rescue Plan. That was the first multi-trillion dollar bill, you remember, where he was rescuing America? By extending the Affordable Care Act premiums, their tax credits indefinitely. Make the earned income tax credit expansion for childless workers permanent. The, just so you understand, because most of you aren't receiving this, that's basically a welfare payment. That's basically a welfare payment. So what they're saying is if you don't have children and you earn under a certain amount, you will permanently receive this extended, increased sum of money, cash. Child tax credit fully available to the lowest income families while extending other aspects of the expansion of the credit. So you have a a child tax credit plan that will go to people who don't have children. It also calls for the creation of a national paid family medical leave program. $225 billion investment, they call it, will provide workers up to $4,000 a month If they require leave to care for a new child, care for a seriously ill loved one, deal with an illness or another serious reason. Gee, that won't be abused by any employee. $4,000 a month on family leave. On family leave. $225 billion, that'll be a trillion dollar program before you know it. What else? $45 billion dollars. In a meals program for children. I thought we had a meals program for children. What's food stamps for? Unemployment insurance reform. Now that'll mean, for the first time ever, there'll be now a permanent presence of the federal government on top of state governments paying for unemployment. So all you folks that need to hire workers, you might as well give it up. It ain't happening. $225 billion for investments, they love that word, in child care. $15 minimum wage for early childhood staff and expanded child care center accessibility. What they're doing now is anywhere the federal government is, they're mandating a $15 minimum wage. And the reason they're doing that is so in all these areas of our economy where you cannot pay a $15 minimum wage and you do not pay a $15 minimum wage, you will now be pressured to do it because otherwise the, the workforce is going to be flowing to the government, flowing to government 
programs flowing to government contractors. So you'll be competing with them. And there's much more. And Bernie and the others are very upset that it doesn't basically give free health care and free drugs, expand Medicare for all, that sort of stuff. This is Marxism. That's what you're watching. You don't have to control and own the means of production when you can coerce, threaten, bully, fine, imprison people who don't do what you tell them to do. This is actually more pernicious than straight-out Marxism because you're using our economic system to destroy our economic system. More when I return. Mark in. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send Imprimus to you for no cost every month. So start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. Got two and a half more hours. There's a lot to cover. I'll get to Rudy, I promise. So you're going to hear things in tonight's speech, and I've read it, Undoubtedly, that'll tell you we are the greatest people on the face of the earth. There's no reason people should go hungry. We can do these things. So you're going to hear a rallying call like that by the man who has called you systemically racist. This is the way of the Marxists. They talk out of both sides of their mouths. On the one hand, they want to appeal to you as Americans. You need to join forces. You need to unite behind this counter-revolution against the American Revolution. You need to breach all the firewalls in the Constitution with us. All the freebies that are going to come. All the dislocation. All the redistribution of wealth. We're going to reinvent the world. We're going to reinvent our country. You need to participate in this. Even if you lose your job, we're going to create millions of jobs. You'll get a new job. Don't worry. You'll get a new job. You can't pay health care. You'll get health care. Don't worry. Don't worry at all. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of the Oprah Winfrey's of the world. I'm sick of all of it. More when I return. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. 
Hillstone teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. So start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. Mark Levin, a proud fanatic for the Constitution. Call him now at 877-381-3811. So uh, we are systemically racist. We're systemically racist, right? And yet we make Oprah Winfrey a billionaire. We make LeBron James a billionaire. We make these corporatists wildly wealthy. We provide all the money and have to pay all the debt of all the reimagining that's going on outside our constitutional order to pay for Joe Biden's legacy, to pay for Marxist Bernie Sanders' agenda. And yet you are systemically racist. What's wrong with you? We have to reimagine you. Now, isn't this about as preposterous, absurd, insane, and unhinged as it gets? They rely on the vast majority of the American people to pay for everything, to do everything. I'm just talking about white people. I'm talking about hardworking Americans. And so, as a result, they're going to tax us. And the more successful you are, the more they're going to tax you doesn't matter if you've invented something that's absolutely essential to this society. doesn't matter how many people you employ. doesn't matter how many people for whom you contribute pension money and medical expenses and all the rest. People can put food on the table. No, 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 no. You're successful. You have to be punished. Says whom? Says unsuccessful people who succeed at one thing, politics. Marxism. You're not going to hear a word tonight about the federal government taking over. That is, owning the means of production. What you're going to hear is the federal government controlling it, regulating it, taxing it, directing it, as if it owns it. So what's the difference? Fundamentally, there is no difference, except this is more pernicious. They want you to believe that we're not autocrats. Joe Biden and the rest? We're not Marxists. What kind of a joke is that? We're just telling people what to do, how to do it, when to do it, where to do it. Or telling them what they can't do, when they can't do it, how they can't do it. Really, is there a huge difference between the two? In the end, they violate your individual liberty, your unalienable rights, your property rights, your constitution. That's what you're going to hear tonight with the right frame of mind when he's up there talking about what he's going to do to rejigger society to re-engineer society 
racial equity, economic equity, and all the rest. When you hear all that, that's not the brainchild of a man who's a half-wit. In fact, he's a nitwit. Where did they get this stuff from? And why do they pretend they don't get this stuff from you-know-who? Well, it's time to speak the truth. We have an incredible anomaly going on. You look at the Amazon, the richest man on the face of the earth. He's a liberal. He owns the Washington Post. And at the top of the list of books right now is a book promoted by Oprah Winfrey. So you have Marxist-oriented surrogates, Marxist mouthpieces, people who have earned a fortune off the backs of you because of what you do on Amazon, because of what you've done with Oprah. You've made these people filthy rich. And they turn around and they dismiss you. This has to stop. This has to stop. Never again should an Oprah Winfrey book club book be number one on the Amazon list. Never again. Some people out there, some of you, not many, but some of you, you're thinking, boy, she is terrible. And then you'll buy a book she recommends. Why? Why? Talks about systemic racism. She's into that whole movement. She's into that whole movement. Multi-billionaire. Lives better than kings and queens before her. Thinks she did it all herself. You did it. You did it. You like Oprah. You like the way she ran her shows. You buy the book she recommends. You watch the show she promotes. But she hates many of you. She despises many of you. She throws in with the racists and the racialists. With Black Lives Matter. The corporate Black Lives Matter. She's been pushing these white systemic racism books left and right. Did you know that? She has their authors on her different platforms. She said it was a great awakening to her. Great awakening to her. And yet there she is. Squeezing every penny out of the system. There's Joe Biden and his party. They'll be jumping up and down like clapping seals. About all the ways Joe Biden is going to punish you. All the way Joe Biden is going to steal from you. Your labor, your intellectual and physical labor, where you get up every morning and you work and you come home every evening and you're a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen who was trashed by the Democrat Party. You're trashed by the Marxists for who you are. Your skin color. You're accused of slavery. You're accused of segregation. You don't even know what the hell they're talking about. But that's you. You're painted as a, as a reprobate, especially if you supported Donald Trump. You're lower than low. You're lower than dirt. But they're happy to steal your money and redistribute it. They're happy to increase your taxes. This has to stop. It's time for some pushback. We need to expose to these people. This isn't just your old Democrat party. These aren't old-fashioned, traditional liberals. No, 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 no. That's not what's going on here. With the class warfare, with the race warfare with the open borders, 
with the attack on capitalism, the attack on constitutionalism. No, no, no. That's not what's going on here. And then when you look at this, they don't have a mandate for any of this. They almost lost the House. There's a six or seven person majority for the Democrats. It hasn't been closer in 100 years. It's 50-50 in the Senate. And our Constitution gives the vice president the tie-breaking vote. They're hanging on by their fingernails, which is exactly why they want to kill the system and replace it with something that gives them the hammer and the sickle, where they're in charge of everything. That's the speech you're going to hear tonight. And they're going to wrap it in the usual crap that the Marxists wrap it in. Which is what? We're doing this for the people. It's time for reform. It's time that we move into the 21st century. It's time that we do this. It's time we... No, 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 no. What about liberty? Oh, no. I wonder how often you'll hear that word. What about private property rights? You work your whole life, and you know what they want to do? Massively increase the estate tax. Well, don't worry. That's just for millionaires. Let me ask you a question, many of you out there. Have you seen the inflation growth of the value of your home? You have... Local assessors who work for counties and cities, and they're driving up the cost of your home so they can get more taxes from property taxpayers. You. All of a sudden, you turn around, wait a minute, my house is worth 60000 more. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you can appeal, don't worry. You can take time off from work. You can appeal, you can spend time, you can get lawyers, you can write letters. We're not going to change it, but you can do that. You can go to your school board. You can go, hey, you just said my house is worth X, Y, Z. Now my... My property taxes are going through the roof. Well, you got to pay for the streets and the cops. Okay. So what does Joe Biden say? He looks at a farmer. He says to a farmer, maybe it's the fifth generation farmer. We're not talking about agribusiness here. We're talking about family farmers, the people who put food on our table. Well, if your farm's worth more than three and a half million dollars, we're going to whack the hell out of you. We're going to hammer the hell out of you. Even though you've been paying property taxes, state income taxes in most states, federal income taxes, 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 taxes. When you die, we're going to lower the amount that you can pass on to your children to $3.5 million. That's the value of your farm. And we're going to increase the tax above that amount to 45%. So, if your farm's not worth 4 dollars or $5 million, but you're not worth in terms of liquid money, cash, four and a half or five million, your property has been deemed to be worth that amount. If you can't pay the taxes on the difference between 3.5 and 4.5 or 5 million, they're going to take your property from you. And that's why we lose family farms. And Joe Biden thinks this is a great thing because that's one of his proposals. He thinks it's swell. If you have a small business and you keep pouring your capital back into the business over and over and over again, you take a little salary out for yourself and pay a handful of employees, it's same thing. You're going to lose the business. Now, people never lose food stamps. They never lose welfare payments. They never lose free this and free that. It's always increased. Oh, well, we need free nursery school and kindergarten. Oh, well, we need free community college. Oh, well, we got to wipe out your student debt. Oh, it's only the people who break their asses trying to make a living, 
trying to put some money together for their children and their grandchildren who are following the rules and paying the taxes and don't ask for a damn thing. They're the ones who lose everything. There's never any cuts when it comes to public sector unions. There's never any cuts when it comes to the bureaucracy. There's never any cuts when it comes to these handouts and these programs. The more and more people are on the dole, the better. Well, don't tell me that's capitalism, and don't tell me that's constitutionalism, and don't tell me that's Americanism, because it's not. And you're going to hear this all night with this buffoon who wants to be greater than Franklin Roosevelt. A real head case. I'll be right back. Lovin. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. So start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's Levin, L-E-V-I-N, for Hillsdale.com. going to give you an example very soon of what big tech is up to now so mr producer open your mic let me show you the kinds of games that big tech amazon play you drove the book to number two out of the top 100 sales yesterday i'm talking to you about let's overtake oprah and her hypocrisy enough is enough which means those of you who are going to order please pre-order now the retail price is $28, but what happens is during the pre-order period, if they discount it, it goes lower. You get the lower amount in the end when you receive the book. But order your first edition copy. If you're going to get it, please get it now. If you're going to get several copies and give them out to your college students or high school students so we can get this mission underway so the silent majority is not silent anymore. So we are sharing the tools that we have to have to understand what's going on at a very substantive level and what we, you and I, me and you, are going to do about it. Please pre-order now. Now, you moved it to number two in one day. Mr. Producer, what did Amazon do to try and slow that down? They just did it. What did they do? So yesterday, when you typed in American Marxism on Amazon, you were number four. You were fourth on the list. Today, when you do the same thing, you're number 14 all the way on the bottom of the page. So they changed the algorithm in response to you, my audience. Now, some people would say, all right, I'm going to walk away. I'll do that. No, no, no. We have to defeat them. We can't get rid of Amazon. Amazon's not going anywhere. 
We have to defeat them. We have to show them that we have muscle, that we have power in numbers. We don't care if they put a number 14 on the list or number 4,000 on the list. The book's called American Marxism. It's written by me, Mark Levin. It's easy. You type it in, there it is. And that, what I'm hoping is in response to their change in their algorithm, and in response to Oprah Winfrey, multi-billionaire hypocrite, who throws in with the counter-revolution and systemic racism while she's taking your money, I'm hoping we have enough grit and enough strength that if you're going to buy the book, pre-order it now. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, there's other places that have online opportunities too to do it. There's others too. But So when you listen to Biden tonight, I want you to be thinking about what I've been talking about today, what I've been talking about yesterday. Again, I've barely touched the surface of the surface. But listen for the buzz phrases, the buzzwords, the oppressed and the oppressor, the rich versus the poor. He's in it for the people and the middle class. On the one hand, we have a severe systemic racism problem in our country. On the other hand, we Americans, we can do all these things. You'll hear him talking out of both sides of his, of his mouth. Just keep notes, even mental notes, about what's going to take place here. And everything, everything he advances... Involves the growth of government, involves taxation, involves bureaucrats, not liberty, not the private sector. And then he will claim on top of it all, as if you don't understand, as if you don't get it, that he's going to destroy millions of jobs. He won't say that, but he's going to create millions of jobs. Because government creates millions and millions of jobs, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. When does government, when has government done that? When has government done that? I want you to keep in the back of your minds, particularly you folks who work with your hands on assembly lines, in the energy sector, in the smelting world with steel and so forth, people who make automobiles. He's going to lie to all of you. He's going to tell you. People in the coal mines, people in the oil fields, truckers, electricians, roofers, plumbers, construction workers, people who who lay asphalt for our roads and everything. Listen to what he says. Because you're the target. You're the enemy. And he's going to persuade you that he's going to create new jobs. I have a question. He shut down that Keystone XL pipeline. How many jobs did the government create for those people who lost their jobs? Not one. No, 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 you don't understand. How many good paying, not just jobs, we're going to create good paying jobs. How many did they create? None. This is an attack on the industrial heartland of the country. He's going to talk about climate change. How we're going to decarbonize different aspects of our society. That we're going to get to 100% no carbon emissions by 2050 when most of us will be dead and gone. 2050! How's he going to do that? I'll tell you how he's going to do that. He's going to turn the greatest, most vibrant economic system on the face of the earth that has provided more wealth and more opportunity to more people than any other system on the face of the earth. He's going to turn us into an impoverished state. We've heard this crap in Venezuela. We've heard it in other places, too. And you're going to hear Joe Biden speak and go on and on. And I want you to think about something else. China is going to have a more capitalist economic system by the time this fool is done than we will.
I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-381. I knew this would come in one form or another. And I'm not going to spend all night on this, but I want you to tune in. Stay tuned. I'm not an expert when it comes to IT and who does this and who does what, but Richie V, our call screener, does a great podcast and radio show when he fills in for me as well. Uh, but he's our call screener. He's taking a lot of calls. And in plain English, Richie V, what are the callers complaining about? Everybody's saying that they're going to Google, they're going to Amazon, it's not showing up on your author page, they can't find the book, yet it's number two on Amazon, so I've told them to go to marklevinshow.com because they can get it through there. All right, just be persistent because people are getting through. If you go to the mothership, which is marklevinshow.com, mark, L-E-V-I-N show.com, we have a direct link to the book, okay? Uh, Parlor... We're trying to get their act together so they can do a direct link, but some reason they're incapable of that, and Mr. Producer's working with them to try and do that. Or go to Amazon.com and just keep pressing. I mean, as an example, if you go to the top 100 books, it's number two. They can't stop you. You can also go to the Barnes & Noble site. Uh, they have the book. But I want to teach Amazon, Oprah, and everybody else a lesson that Mark Levin's listeners don't roll over and give up. This is America. And by hook or by crook, if we want to read something, we're going to read something. That they don't get to stop us through their bureaucratic red tape and their algorithms and all the other games. The fact is, it's number two there. So thousands and thousands of people have done it. And you can do it too. We want to drive it to number one, and I want to keep it at number one to the day it's released. Maybe that's just a wish. I told you before, this is the most important book I've ever written. It truly is. And I understand I'm putting my head into the mouth of the tiger. I got that too. But that's the way it goes, and that's what we're going to do. And we're going to do this together. Just remember, my name, the name of the book, American Marxism... And you may have to play with it a little bit, three or four or five minutes to eventually get there. I'm sure Oprah doesn't have to do that. But you will get there. And the pre-ordering of the book, I think, is very, very important to send a message again. That's, by the way, the message, apparently, Mr. Producer, has already been received. They don't want it to be number one. It's quite obvious. Otherwise, why play games? I can't wait for the media to start writing stories about, oh, they're paranoid. They're, I'm not anything. People are calling in and telling us. Mr. Producer's trying it. He's telling me. Mr. Call Screener's trying. They're telling me exactly what's going on. You can try it too. But you will get there eventually. And I would encourage you to do it. The sooner, the better, quite frankly. All right. Speaking of technology, since my computer doesn't work, you know, many times I do the show uh, on my iPhone. 
I have to read what's going on on my iPhone. It's really quite remarkable. Um, but it is what it is. Now, Biden's going to call for $4 trillion in new spending on top of the over $2 trillion he's already spent. He will act on his own if Congress doesn't act. He may well say that. And again, what is that uh, indicative of? He's going to propose more and more spending, more and more government, more and more freebies. I mean, how hard is that? But on top of that, on top of that, he thinks you're stupid. Because he's going to announce, and I haven't read the transcript. They put it up. I don't need to. I'm making my own suggestions on what he's going to say, because I know how these guys think. He's going to tell you that thanks to him, in 100 days, 200 vaccinations have occurred. Because in 100 days, this guy, who's inhabited his own basement for months, who's been in government for half a century and has achieved literally nothing, when he was handed the responsibility for dealing with the H1N1 virus, failed miserably. And shovel-ready jobs, even Obama laughed about it, he was in charge of that too. No, 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 no. In 100 days, Joe Biden, listening to the genius that is Fauci, Turned the whole situation around. Got vaccines to where they needed to go. Got them in your arms. And you can thank Joe Biden. This is going to upset and frustrate you. But again, people like Joe Biden doing what they do, they lie. If they're going to call the country systemically racist, there's no limit. No limit to the falsehoods, the flat-out lies that this man will tell. There just aren't any. But he's going to take credit for that. And the fact that if you've been vaccinated and you go outside, you don't have to wear a mask unless this and unless that, unless that guy looks like this, that guy's doing this, that, doing that. But seriously, why do you think the Food and Drug Administration announced yesterday, and then Biden made a big deal of it, that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask if you go outside and hike or ride a horse? We all know this already. What are these, these knuckleheads with their crap? I'm just telling you, we all know this, or we're already doing it. With great governors like DeSantis, we're already doing this sort of thing. We know what the science is. We know what the science is before these idiot politicians puke it out. Because most of the time, they don't even puke out the science. They have ulterior motives. And so he announces it yesterday, and he gives us permission to go outside without a mask, does Joe Biden. By the way, while he goes outside with a mask. And so he's going to say, look at the progress we've made in the last hundred days. You can go outside without a mask because I've gotten the vaccinations to you. Look what I've done. And he's a liar. As I pointed out, when Johnson & Johnson suspended or was suspended and giving out its vaccines. And by the way, as a result of that, hundreds and thousands of vials of that vaccine spoiled. They were already in the, in the delivery chain. They spoiled. 
Imagine how many other people would be vaccinated today with that, but for the suspension. And as I told you, 10 days later, they said, well, that's all right. We'll put a warning on the package. Well, we don't read the package. You know, you, you put out your arm, they stick the syringe into your, uh, into your bicep or your shoulder, whatever the hell they do. And that's that. Like, oh, let me read the package. And so that delay was absolutely unnecessary. When you have one in seven million people who have a blood clot, and we don't even know if that's a direct causation. How do I know that? Because that's what the experts just said. Now, Joe Biden didn't do a damn thing. Donald Trump wouldn't have tolerated that for one minute. Not for a minute. Joe Biden's beholden to the bureaucracy. The Democrats are beholden to the bureaucracy. That is their army. That is their muscle. That's the Democrat Party's muscle. When a Republican's elected president, he looks over his shoulder and he's going, holy crap. There's a million ways here to be sabotaged. When the Democrats elected, he embraced, oh, these are my people. I've created these departments and agencies. There's no problem at all. Let me create more of them, more and more and more of them. And that's the speech you're going to hear tonight. He's going to pat himself on the head. Then we're going to tell this is historic. Why? I heard this earlier today. Because there's Joe Biden. Behind him are going to be two women. We've never seen anything like that before. These are two of the most pathetic, diabolical women in politics. If there were two women standing behind Joe Biden who had the interests of the country at heart, who believed in liberty, who believed in the private sector and all these other things, I'd say that's great. And the media wouldn't say, well, that's historical. They'd say, oh, there's so-and-so, there's Sarah, you know, that sort of thing. But we're going to be told how historic this is. There's Kamala, there's Nancy. We've never seen anything like this before. And we're all supposed to sit there and say, oh, wow. Well, they're destroying our country. As for the border, Joe Biden, I'm guessing, will say something like, you know, when I came into office, <laughs> when I came into office, the prior administration destroyed our immigration system. They destroyed our border. I have to put it back together. I'm doing everything I can to fix it. That's what I'll say, something to that effect. We Americans... Our values, we have to be humane. Wait a minute, I thought we were systemically racist. No, 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 we, we have to be humane. Anybody who wants to come to the country who's escaping this or that, we have to let them in. Now I'm totally confused. Most of those people coming in are brown and black people from south of the border. Not all, but most. I thought we're systemically racist. No, 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 you don't understand. These are our values. And plus, we're systemically racist. Wow. Very confusing, isn't it? Doesn't matter. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Over 2,000 of you, my listeners, made the switch from overpriced wireless carriers to Pure Talk over the past few months. We want the rest of you to join us and to see what we're talking about. If you're with AT&T and Verizon or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. 
You get great coverage. You can keep your phone and your number, and you'll save a fortune. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs with the absolute best consumer service team based right here in America. Does that sound good? Well, it gets better. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. They don't care. Go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. Again, puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin, L-E-V-I-N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. As I've mentioned before, when you hear Democrats talk about reimaging or reimagination, those words are literally taken from modern Marxists, professors of the 70s and 80s and 90s. They use these phrases all the time, as you'll see in my book. James Clyburn's on MSLSD yesterday. And I want you to listen to what he has to say. And I want to thank Breitbart. I want to thank Wright Scoop. I want to thank others for linking to the book, too. It's very early in this process. It doesn't come out until mid-July. But we take the gloves off early here, and we're duking it out. But I want you to listen to James Clyburn very carefully. I know it's painful, nonetheless. Cut two, go. And I think we will go out uh, and explain to the American people that we have got to reimagine a lot of things in this country. So we have to reimagine a lot of things in this country, ladies and gentlemen says James Clyburn. We have to reimagine a lot of things in this country. Not just the police. No, we got to reimagine everything. Everything under the rubric of infrastructure. Go ahead. Include what infrastructure really is. I'm amazed at the number of people who seem to feel that infrastructure is what it always has been. Now think about how stupid that line is. I'm amazed at the number of people who seem to feel that infrastructure is what it has always been. Has there been a dumber sentence uttered in recent history, Mr. Producer? How can you possibly think infrastructure means what it's always meant? We're re-imaging infrastructure, don't you understand? And we're reimagining a lot of stuff in the United States. Why? Because we're Marxists. That's why we got to reimagine and reimage. That's what we have to do. Reimagine the Constitution. Reimagine our economic system. Reimagine our currency. Reimagine. Just reimagine. Go ahead. Yeah. That we did not have the railroad uh, until Abraham Lincoln made it a big infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, the railroad is infrastructure. You're kind of proving our point, aren't you? And by the way, Abraham Lincoln didn't nationalize the railroad. He made it much easier for the railroads to be built. Go ahead. We did not have the interstate highway uh, until Dwight Eisenhower made it. Right, that's infrastructure. So far, so good. Go ahead. Big uh, infrastructure item. And we are not going to have broadband without a big... Infrastructure program. Now, what's the problem with broadband with a big infrastructure program, ladies and gentlemen? 
First of all, the vast majority of the country is already covered by broadband, but this is one of the bugaboos they put out there. What's the problem with it? Anybody know? Raise your hand. Then the government controls it, controls the substance. That's what they'll do. They'll lay claim to it. You cannot trust these Marxists. They don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in a competition of ideas. They don't believe in capitalism. They're telling us this every day in different kinds of phrases and reinvented words and all kinds of stuff. They're telling us this. Go ahead. And Joe Biden has made it very clear that when it comes to infrastructure, it's got to be beyond what it has traditionally. So he hasn't really said what they mean, and we know what they mean. They mean every stupid-ass idea a bureaucrat and a politician comes up with for giving out freebies, for changing the society and the economic system, for redistributing wealth, class warfare, oppressed and oppressor, and on and on and on. That's what they mean. Infrastructure, what's wrong with you? You know, modern times, that means what? More government, more programs, more debt, more spending, more regulations. That's how we move the country forward, don't you know? Where does that work? Nowhere. I don't know how many private sector jobs Clyburn's had or the Stumpy Hoyer or Nancy Pelosi. Not many. And I don't want to hear when you were 14 years old. I'm talking about as an adult. Joe Biden, zero. Chuck Schumer, zero. Nancy Pelosi, zero. And yet because they get elected to office, they hang on as long as anyone possibly can... They have enormous amount of power. They know how to run everything. Suddenly, they're Renaissance people. And by the way, they're not only Renaissance people, they're righteous and they're noble. All the rest of us, we dweebs, we plebs, all of us who are not working in and for the government, we don't know anything. Meanwhile, we pay for everything. We invent everything. And then there's Nancy Stretch, Eva Pelosi. Historic figure, she'll be sitting in the back. Oh, it's historic. There's Nancy Pelosi. Why? First woman speaker. Oh, okay. That's historic. Wonderful. And yet, ladies and gentlemen, may I ask you a question? Are we supposed to ignore genitalia, Mr. Producer? You're going to hear over and over, look at this, the first... Two women ever to sit behind a, a president giving a speech. We've not, it's historic. Look at their two women. Women, women. There's two women. Didn't Nancy Pelosi say we're going to ban certain words like gender identity? Isn't this happening all through American schools and bathrooms and gyms and everything? Aren't you supposed to ignore the genitalia? You're supposed to ignore the genitalia. And then they're going to say, look at this. We have two women with women's genitalia sitting right behind the president of the United States, Joe Biden. So now, now we focus on the genitalia. Am I okay, Rich? Or... All right. So now, forget about everything you've heard. All of it. It's what's between your ears, not what's between your legs that matters. And so while you're looking at the TV screen, you're going to hear on cable TV, on network TV, my God, it's a historic moment. We have two women. And you should say to yourself, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's between their ears? So we have a historic occasion when we think about what's between their ears. We have two 
of the stupidest people. One as vice president and one as speaker of the house. May I do that? Can I can I say that? I think I can because remember, I'm going to ignore the genitalia. I'll be Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Biden is going to claim that he rescued a nation in crisis. Biden is going to claim, I'm looking at this now, that he inherited the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. I have advice for you. Don't watch it. Turn it off. Send another signal. We have power in numbers. Do not watch the Biden speech. I will be on Blaze with Glenn Beck afterwards to talk about it if you want to join us there. But do not watch the speech itself. Drag the ratings through the crapper. You can do this because it's going to be painful enough. He rescued a nation in crisis. A nation in crisis. He inherited the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression. This is why we must spend ourselves into a depression. Telling you. They've got to create crises. They have to make it look so awful, so horrific. You have to turn to government. You have to surrender your liberty. Even your job. Come on, folks. Is it really that good? Look how horrible this world is. Oh, it's disaster. But we're Americans. Let's pull together. But it's a disaster and you're systemically racist. But we're Americans. Let's pull together. This is what you're going to hear. And I want you to remember when you watch this man, he was part of Jim Crow. He tried to destroy Bob Bork. He tried to destroy Clarence Thomas. He's accused of sexually raping a former staffer, molesting her. This is a man who stole words out of Robert Kennedy's mouth. This is a word who stole words out of Neil Cunnock's mouth, who was the labor leader in Britain. This is a man who was a plagiarist and got caught in law school, but was given a second chance. This is a man who's lied about his background, who's lied over and over again, and that's before he was a half-wit. Nothing he says is true. Nothing his party says is true. Drive down their ratings. Don't watch it. Tune me in afterwards or somebody else or nobody else. I'm quite serious about this. He's going to lie. He's going to create or reimage what's taken place. In a hundred days, he saved this country. In a hundred days, we've never seen anything like this. He's got historians telling him what to say, these left-wing phony kook historians. He's going to have a slobbering media. 98.7% of the media will be writing down everything he says and saying, my God, we've never seen a president like this. Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., I'm telling you, I know. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They'll only get away with this for a while. We are poised. We are on to them. We are ready, aren't we, for this pushback. We are ready to teach our kids and our grandkids. We are ready even to reach into our colleges and universities. Oh, yeah. There's a lot coming. Stick with me. 
The silent majority will be silent no longer. That's my phrase, and I'm going to keep using it. The silent majority will be silent no longer. You're going to exercise power in numbers. Whether it's Amazon, books, whether it is watching Biden's speech, you're going to exercise power in numbers. We're going to do this together, as well as other, many other things. But this is just part of it. Part of it's simple. It's simple. You don't have to listen to a bald-faced, psychotic liar when you're done, be stressed out, you can't sleep. You're just, who cares? He's going to give a Castro-like speech. Now, he won't be in fatigues, although he'll be fatigued. But he's going to talk about how he's going to do all these magnificent things. He's the great Joe Biden, Superman. So they write books about Joe Biden. What a genius this man was. The rope-a-dope part, you know, the dope. He was not a dope, he was more a rope. No, 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 you don't understand. It's greater than Franklin Roosevelt, greater than LBJ, greater than Obama, greater than Mao, greater than Stalin, greater than Castro. We've never seen anything like this before. And we're supposed to cheer it. Chuck Schumer, one of the truly grotesque politicians of all time. Not to be outdone by the others, here's what he had to say at a press conference today. Cut three, go. After one of the uh, most difficult years in recent memory, uh, the first hundred days of the Biden presidency and the new Senate Democratic majority uh, has seen the country turn a corner. Slowly but surely, we are proving to the American people that government and the Senate can work for them. And we're seeing shots in people, vaccines in people's arms. We're seeing money in their pockets. We're seeing small businesses and restaurants open up. It's amazing. The Democrat governors shut down these businesses. The federal government, Biden and Kamala Harris leading the pack, telling people not to come out from under their tables. Vaccines in people's arms that they had nothing to do with this administration. Nothing to do with. Zero. And in fact, to the extent, or at least to a significant degree, when you have anti-vaxxers out there, part of that's due to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Fauci himself. I mean, why get a vaccine if it's political? That's what they said for months. Or why get a vaccine if you have to wear a mask? Or better yet, a burqa. Really quite shocking. But you see, they all have the propaganda down. Another core characteristic of the Marxist mindset. There's not an independent thinker among them. They all vote together. They all sound alike. They all walk the same way in a bizarre way. They all kind of daven when they're speaking and so forth. Like leftists, praying to idols. They all say the same thing. Let's take a look. Cut four, go. One of your progressive, uh, your fellow progressives in the House, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, says that he's exceeded her expectations and expectations for progressives. Do you agree? 
I do. Uh, you know, I think that this has been a really interesting time for us to see how the progressive movement at large. Whenever you hear progressive, think Marxist. Okay. Time to take the words back. Whenever you hear the word progressive, progressive movement, think Marxist. These people hate this country. They despise the Constitution. They are at war with our history. Go ahead. Voters, young voters, voters of color that came out and turned out for the president in November, helping us to win the White House, the Senate and the House uh, and the pandemic. Ah, Shut up, you idiot. Get a lecture from you, you moron. She is a moron. All right. I want to tell you a little story. Now's as good a time as ever. Michael Collins was the third astronaut on Apollo 11. But he never stepped foot on the moon. He was quite selfless. He was on the craft that was circling the moon and needed to meet up with the module. And yet, if he hadn't captained his ship properly, they all would have died. When you consider the level of technology when they did all this, it's really quite fabulous. Unbelievable. And he was a relatively quiet man. You didn't hear much about Dr. Michael Collins, did you? In the summer of 1976, the bicentennial, 45 years ago, unbelievable. I was a young man. I was 18 years old. And I was attending Georgetown University under a scholarship with the Fund for American Studies that my buddy Roger Ream runs. It's a fantastic place. In addition to taking courses that summer in economics and history, you were placed in an internship. And I was placed in an internship at the Gerald Ford White House, even though I was an outspoken Reagan supporter in that primary. And the office I was placed in was the research office for the speechwriters. I remember Jim Konzelman. I remember people like that. He's a good man. I remember one day when I was literally on a speakerphone, they had the big speakerphones at the time, with the with the head of the, at the time, Independence Hall in Philadelphia and the archivist of the United States where they were discussing in intimate details what happened on July 2nd, July 4th, the original printing of the Declaration of Independence, the original signers. It was so fascinating to me to listen to this. But I needed to know this because I was providing some of the research information to some of the speechwriters who were writing the speeches for Gerald Ford. One day the head speechwriter, I can't remember his name right now, but I'm sure I would remember it as soon as the show is over. He comes into the office and he says, you know what, you guys have been working hard, come with me. Come with me? So there were two cars. I wouldn't call them limousines, but two, two black cars. And we drove to this place that they had just finished building, barely made it, called the Air and Space Museum, 1976. 
And we go into the Air and Space Museum. And it's absolutely fascinating. And they want to cut the ribbon because it's going to open. I think it opened on July 4th, 1976, certainly thereabouts. Because back then we understood July 4th to be Independence Day. Of course, we now know better. It's 1619 and some day on some month. But nonetheless, somehow the archivist of the United States and the the director of the Independence Hall at the time, the park there, uh, never thought about 1619. I guess they were part of the white supremacy movement of their time. So we're there and we're talking, and he said the ribbon is going to be cut by a signal that we're going to get from a satellite. This is 1976, and of course I'm fascinated by this. And I said, sir, if, if the signal doesn't cut the ribbon, what are you going to do it? He said, I'm going to pull a scissors from the back of my pocket, which is where it's going to be, and we will cut it. Couldn't have been a nicer man. He was actually quite quite a gentleman, a quiet man. Then we left. I think the head speechwriter's name was Hartman, Robert Hartman. That's what's sticking in my head. And he says to us, do you know who that man was? He's going to be the first director, whatever they call it, of the air and space. I said, no, who was it? It was Michael Collins. I said, Michael Collins? He actually said, yes. And I thought to myself, well, why the hell didn't you tell us before? He would have gotten his autograph, right? It was Michael Collins, who was the first, I believe, in charge of the Air and Space Museum. And he died today. And there's passing mention of this man. These men didn't know if they were going to live or die. They were the true pioneers of our time. Michael Collins went all the way to the moon and never got to step on the moon. Selfless hero. And yet his job was among the most critical of the three astronauts. And he lived a quiet life. And other than an obituary here and there and a mention here and there, that'll be it. Why? Because today we celebrate the wrong people. People who shoot basketballs or hit hockey pucks or who lead violent, radical movements or become billionaires while she trashes her own country, who live lies and perpetuate lies. Take 30 seconds to remember Michael Collins. I'll be right back. Over 2,000 of you, my listeners, made the switch from overpriced wireless carriers to Pure Talk over the past few months. We want the rest of you to join us and to see what we're talking about. If you're with AT&T and Verizon or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. You get great coverage, you can keep your phone and your number, and you'll save a fortune. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs with the absolute best consumer service team based right here in America. Does that sound good? Well, it gets better. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. They don't care. 
Go to puretalkusa.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. Again, puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin, L E V I N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. The Capitol building tonight will be surrounded by National Guardsmen, who of course are systemically racist, but nonetheless are necessary to keep the order because they're patriotic. I know, it doesn't even make any sense. National Guardsmen are there because, you know, no, I don't know, actually. What a joke. Let's talk very briefly about Joe Biden's first 100 days. What do we know? We know that he was handed an economy that was about to explode in terms of growth. We know that he was handed hundreds of millions of vaccine shots. Those are two big things. He was handed an economy that was about to explode with growth. We knew this from the Congressional Budget Office, among others. It's exactly what's taking place. And more than one vaccine and hundreds of millions of vaccinations. So he will take credit for both. It's like back in law school when he was plagiarizing from a student. But he will be defended by the Praetorian Guard media, and he'll be defended by the, uh, by the parade of left-wing Democrats. And, of course, you will be hearing his Marxist agenda from sea to shining sea. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this final hour of the podcast is sponsored exclusively by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we care about, faith, family, and freedom. Thank you for listening, and please support AMAC. And you can become a member at amac.us slash join. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, According to Jim Acosta, Biden is going to refer to the January 6th actions uh, at the Capitol building as the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War in his speech tonight. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. Not 9-11, where 3,000 of our fellow citizens were murdered. And hundreds and hundreds of police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel and others died, heroes. Not Al-Qaeda. No, 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 no. January 6th. Folks, here's what I regret. I regret that we have to wait till July 13th to get this book. I regret that we have to wait, but in many ways we don't. That's exactly why I've 
have dug into this. We cannot allow these things to go unaddressed and unconfronted, unchallenged. We just cannot. And during the course of the day, you've probably heard this by now. During the course of the day, the feds did a a raid on Rudy Giuliani's apartment. Even though Giuliani and his lawyers said that they were available and offered to provide them with digital information and anything else. But they did one of their special raids against a Trump supporter and they grabbed all of his electronic devices, all of them. He pointed out where Hunter Biden's information was on a hard drive and they left that one. After picking it up, they put it down. Now, when you're an attorney, including for a president of the United States, there's all kinds of information on your computers and on your devices. And so I can tell you what took place. The Democrat prosecutors and officials at the Department of Justice were not going to wait for Rudy Giuliani to sort through the information and make certain legal objections to certain types of information. They grabbed everything. They grabbed everything. Now look at the disparate treatment. Look at how Giuliani's treated versus Hunter Biden. They haven't grabbed anything on Hunter Biden. Look at this. And so now they're trying to destroy Rudy Giuliani. But what else are they doing? They're going on a fishing expedition. They want to see if there's anything they they think they can use against former President Donald Trump. And I bet they're coordinating with the Manhattan District Attorney, a left-wing kook who's elected by the name of Vance. Cyrus Vance, the 400th who has his hands on President Trump's tax records. You're staring, as we talk about often, tyranny in the face. Apparently some hosts on Fox and elsewhere are now actually saying that. And I love my colleagues, but it's about time. This is tyranny. And what is the cover for this? At least they said it's the Foreign Registration Act or whatever the hell it's called. I don't remember anymore. Excuse me? I can tell you when we were at the Justice Department in my days, I don't remember anybody being prosecuted for violating this act. They'd get a phone call and say, hey, look, we know you're representing Japan or whatever. You've got to fill out the paperwork, administrative paperwork. You have to register. Okay, fine, that's it. It's not the crime of the century. And yet any port in a storm, right? If this will work, we'll use it. Certainly aren't going to use it against John Kerry in his advocacy on behalf of the Islamo-Nazi regime in Tehran. So here's Rudy Giuliani, outspoken. Would you have ever thought 6 a.m. in the morning, they go into his home, his apartment, and they seize two and a half to three hours, his information, his confidential, private, in some cases, I'm sure, in many cases, privileged information are now in the hands of the Joe Biden Justice Department. 
How do you feel about that? The first hundred days. How do you feel about that? Now, it was Biden's son who was making a fortune off of a state-related corrupt corporation in the Ukraine. Nothing, nothing to see there, of course. And they went after Donald Trump and tried to spin what he had said in order to impeach him, and I believe to cover up for the Biden family. So we would debate impeachment forever and not the Biden family. We have a laptop from Hunter Biden. You wouldn't know it existed if you read the New York Times and the Washington Post and all the other crap newspapers or watched any of the network news programs. You wouldn't have any idea that there was a laptop, that there was a hard drive, that there were emails, that there were pornographic pictures, that his old man, Joe Biden, was actually fingered as potentially getting significant amounts of money from communist China through a variety of, uh, of laundering schemes. No, no, no. That didn't warrant the media's attention. It certainly didn't warrant a criminal investigation of Joe Biden. Couldn't have that. This is very serious what's taking place here. Joe Biden's not going to call out Antifa. He's not going to call out Black Lives Matter tonight. He's not going to defend the cops tonight. No, he's going to use January 6th. The worst incitement of an insurrection in American history. Nobody's armed but the cops. We now know the whole history, or at least most of it, that these were groups that had organized long before President Trump ever spoke. And I have to ask you a question about this insurrection. How exactly were they going to overthrow the government and hold on to the Capitol building without any weapons? They're liars. They're liars. And that's why the National Guard's there tonight. For optics. Because the National Guard doesn't need to be there tonight. This whole thing, again, among all that we talked about earlier, is about the Democrat Party. When you listen to Biden... You'll hear the Marxist lines. You'll hear the Marxist arguments. You'll hear the propaganda about how he's for the people. You'll hear the propaganda against the United States and then telling the people to rally around his agenda. We can do this. We can do it. Come on. We can do it. You'll see January 6th is used and has been used by the media and others. Not what's taking place in Portland, not what took place, the attacks on the White House, no, no, no. Not the daily attacks on the cops, none of that. None of that will matter. That's not an incitement. That's not an insurrection. They're just good little Marxists. It's okay. We don't want to lose, you know, a significant wing in the Democrat Party. We can't challenge them. But I want you to remember who's doing the looting, who's doing the arson, who's doing the killing in the maiming? Who's trying to destroy our police departments? Who's pushing racism and critical race theory? Who's opened the borders to whomever wishes to come in? We people coming into this country are part of the most vicious gang on the face of the earth. MS-13. He wants to talk about January 6th. Of course he does. 
wants to take credit for things he didn't do. This will be among the greatest propaganda speeches delivered by one of the greatest demagogues, because he's, he's insane, of any world leader, not just of any president. Virtually everything coming out of his mouth is going to stink of poison. If I were you, I wouldn't watch it. If I were you, I wouldn't listen to it. If you want to hear about it, you can join Glenn Beck and me on Blaze TV or others. But that's like turning into a speech by Castro or Maduro or Xi or Un or Putin. Because Joe Biden fits in. Not perfectly, but perfectly enough with that mindset. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. I want to congratulate a senator from West Virginia, Shelley Moore Capito, whose father was, I think, one of the earliest Republican governors of West Virginia. An absolutely profound and brilliant tweet. She tweets out, looking forward to POTUS address tonight. My colleagues and I hope to hear his continued commitment toward unity and bipartisan agreement on critical issues facing our nation, such as rebuilding America's infrastructure. This is a Republican. Utterly and completely clueless. And she's not the only clueless Republican. But she's among the leading clueless Republicans. Looking forward to POTUS address tonight. My colleagues and I hope to hear his continued commitment toward unity and bipartisan agreement. Now she knows that's BS. She posted this 25, 30 minutes ago. She has access to a transcript of his speech. It is a hideous, vile evil speech he is a liar a thousand times over and she posts this you wonder why we're losing the battle of ideas and even our communication abilities this is why we have to go over the heads of these fools which is exactly what we're doing go over the heads of these fools now have you ever heard of FBI agents being told that on a hard drive they have information about the president's son 
including potential uh, violations of our pornography laws, potentially child pornography, potentially, as well as other potential criminal acts, and the FBI puts it down and doesn't take it with them? Have you ever heard of such a thing? Think they would do that to any of the Trump kids? Oh, look at that, a hard drive with potential crimes in there. No, 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 put it down, Frank. Okay, Seth, I'll put it down. And then they grab all the Giuliani stuff, knowing full well he's advised the President of the United States as his personal lawyer. The Democrat Party is a party of Marxist mobsters. And they want to grow this government. And you're going to hear him talk about free this and free that. The bottom line is they want a massive centralized government, bigger than it is today. They want control over every corner of our country. Every town, every city, with their phony investigations of patterns in order to nationalize our cops. They don't attack Black Lives Matter, even verbally. They don't attack Antifa. They should all be tracked down and doing prison time. And they don't do it. Why? Because they want to destroy our cops. That's why. They've told us what they want to do. There's the National Guard. It's surrounding the Capitol building. Where's General Kelly now? Where's General Mathis now? Aren't they concerned now? Where are these great generals? How come they're not speaking out now? Because they're not great. Great was MacArthur. Great was Patton. Great was Bradley. Great was Marshall. Those were great generals. Instead, these men undermined us here at home domestically when there was a real insurrection taking place. They tied the president's hands. Just my opinion. Civil liberties? Are you kidding me? We have less free speech today than we've ever had. That we've ever had. Because the Democrat surrogates, whether it's big tech or big media or big academia, they're shutting us down. They don't want to engage. They don't believe in academic freedom. They believe in the opposite. You want to see the old Soviet Union? Walk onto the campus of most colleges and universities in this country. You want to see useful idiots? Go to basketball games and baseball games and hockey games. There's your useful idiots. Or turn on ESPN. They're loaded with useful idiots. Or our corporate boardrooms. Always looking for an angle. So coddling up to the people who are going to tax them into oblivion. Morons galore. But don't worry, Giuliani, he's a threat. Ex-President Trump, he's the threat. All of you Americans, systemically racist who pay taxes, who serve in the military, who work your butts off, you're the problem. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? I don't know this obsession with this anti-vaccination thing. You don't want to take the vaccine? Don't take it. But what is this obsession? I don't get it. 
hundreds of millions of us have had the vaccine. You don't see any reaction, do you? Not much. I mean, do what you want. That's not my point. My point is that these vaccines have been tested more than any vaccines in human history. On live human beings. It's the biggest trial of vaccines we've ever seen. Anyway, Dr. Fauci on the Today Show, Savannah Guthrie, of all people, cut nine, go. But isn't it a weird situation because I'm not fully vaccinated yet. I can take off my mask and walk home. She can't. Meaning but her kid can't. Go ahead. I just point up that the CDC guidelines, there's some kind of disconnect if that's the situation. Well, yeah, what you're pointing out, what you're referring to, Savannah, is the top two uh, not fully vaccinated that people can go out without masks. If you walk, run with members of your household, attend a small outdoor gathering, fully vaccinated with friends. Then after that, everything has a mask on it, as you're showing correctly now on the screen. This guy is such a marble mouth. I'm so sick of it. And he, you know, he should have been, he is, he's discredited already. Yes, man, if you can understand what the hell he's talking about, then you need help too. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. Mark Levin, the champion of liberty and true conservatism. Call Mark now, 877-381-3811. Joe Robinette Biden Jr. is headed for the Capitol building, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I understand that the press had to show their credentials. That is, their IDs. I understand even members of Congress to get in had to show their IDs. And so apparently showing IDs is not systemically racist uh, under these circumstances. However, if you're asked to show an ID to vote, that obviously is systemically racist. Well, I'm not buying that. So we have to see what's going on in the Capitol and realize they're all systemically racist because they're asking for IDs. There's no question. I mean, what if you don't have an ID? What if you don't have an ID? I'm sure if Liz Cheney is there... As soon as Biden mentions January 6th, she will jump up and applaud. Not because she supports what took place there, but she attacks President Trump for having caused it. 
despite all the evidence to the contrary, despite all the facts, doesn't matter. All right, let's take some calls. Let's talk to, let's see here. Jer- no, let's go to our friend uh, Jim, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC. Jimmy, how are you? Hello, Mark. Boy, you really got your finger on the pulse of this revolution. Boy, we're in big trouble. You know, in the past, for several decades, the communist press, American communist press, was always talking about cutting massive cuts to our military budget to fund social programs, anti-poverty programs, food programs. Well, Biden's doing it by spending the money first on these poverty programs. That's going to force a major cut in our military, just as our enemies are getting stronger militarily. They're getting crazier because they know Mm -hmm. they have America really on the ropes. Boy, we are really in serious trouble, Mark. I know you get it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Jimmy. You've been very solid all these decades. I want to thank you for everything you've been saying on this program, and take care of yourself. I want to go to Mary Jane, Rancho Mirage, California, XM Satellite. Mary Jane, how are you? Hi, Mr. Levin. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Can you hear? Good. Yeah, we hear you. Oh, guess what? I got your book. MarkLevinShow.com. And I cruised around, perused around, and I saw the book, and I clicked it, I clicked it, I clicked it, and somehow, magically, it went to Amazon, but then it disappeared. I kept looking, kept trying, kept doing, and I ordered the book. So tell everybody, don't give up. You can get it July 13th. I'm waiting with bated breath. Well, you're very kind. Some people are having no problem at all. Some people are facing serious obstacles. This is really... uh so corrupt and I just hope everybody listening to this program during the course of the last three hours are going to go there and do it don't get chased off don't give up there's no reason Oprah should be at the top of any list she's intellectually corrupt and to live life one way and to preach a revolution another way enough is enough you folks have made her extraordinarily wealthy stop contributing to it We need to demonstrate to Amazon that no matter what they try, no matter what they do, I knew something would happen, that they don't get to dictate to us either. Most important, even more than any of that, is what people will find in the book itself. As I said, I believe it's the most uh, important book that I've ever written, bar any. And I believe it'll provide all kinds of information. Um, It'll open people's eyes in ways, even if your eyes are open, that you may not have thought about before. And in the last chapter, 10,000 words on things that we can do and should do. It is time to rally. It's time to galvanize. It's time to push back. Uh, It's not enough just to whine around the dinner table or to our friends. And I'm hoping this book winds up in the hands of college students, high school students, obviously, all of you folks out there. And the more we can get out there, a million, two million, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, ideas do change a country. Ideas make a difference. We are fighting an idea right now, an evil, diabolical idea that was hatched by an evil ideologue. And we must push back. We must be armed. And by armed, I mean with knowledge, and I mean with the ability to save what is left of the system against those who are destroying the system. 
So no, we don't preach violence here. Violence is what the Democrats do, whether they're called Black Lives Matter or Antifa or whatever they are. I want to thank you very, very much, Mary Jane. You take care of yourself. And I want to thank all of you folks who've so far gone ahead and pre-ordered a copy of this thing. This is what we're going to do. This is the, I hope it's as effective as Thomas Paine and his pamphlet. Actually, Thomas Paine, the American crisis, he issued many, many pamphlets. That was the first. But he issued over a dozen of them. And they had an enormous impact on the country. It had enormous impact. And I hope it helps law enforcement. I hope it helps uh, people all over this country to galvanize and to rally and to do all these things that we can do that we're not doing that we'll discuss once the book comes out. And that's what I'm hoping for. Otherwise, I wouldn't have written it because we don't need just another book. We don't need just another book. We just don't need such a thing. A reminder, after Biden speaks, I will be on with Glenn Beck on Blaze TV. Blaze TV. You can go to levintv.com and work your way through there if you like. You know, if I were Republican senator, not. If I were Republican House member, not. I wouldn't even attend this thing. Remember how they boycotted Trump's inaugural address? They never gave the guy an inch. They never gave him an opportunity, ever. Remember how they boycotted his State of the Union speeches or protest and war? We're wearing white like we're suffragettes. Yeah, okay, great. Republicans never do stuff like that. Instead, they have, you know, Liz Cheney's, Adam Kingsinger's, this uh, senator from West Virginia, no doubt the first female senator from West Virginia. That's it. But you know, I, I hope he promotes unity like he said he would. I, I, I really hope he does. Well, he's not. If he does, he's a liar because he doesn't even believe in it. This we know as a matter of fact. But the media are going to fawn all over this. Don't watch them. The media are going to fawn all over this. That's the greatest speech since Abraham Lincoln. The greatest speech since Franklin Roosevelt. The most optimistic, forward-looking agenda that you could possibly imagine. He has compassion. He cares for people. And he delivered it brilliantly. He didn't drop his pants. He wasn't slobbering all over his chin. One of the greatest deliveries of a speech we've ever seen. This guy's unbelievable. Remember what Chris Wallace said about the the, the inauguration dress? I have to say, it's one of the best. This is just, we've never seen anything like this. And his ambitious agenda because he cares about America. And he calls out racism. And he calls out, you know, the polluters. Calls out the rich people. Does all those wonderful things that you got to do. And what they're going to do, because they're propagandists, is they're going to slip little patriotic phrases in there and little praises for the American people while they're ripping the American people while they're ripping our society and doing all these sorts of things. Oh, yes. And let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, those are not two women who will be standing behind Biden. We're not allowed to use the word women. We're not allowed to use the word ladies. We're not allowed to use the word... I can't say the word vagina on the air, can I, Mr. Producer? Just don't think of their genitalia. Now, I must confess, when they stand there, I'm really not. But don't even let it, in passing, 
Those are just two people standing back there. There's nothing historic about it. I know this because Nancy Pelosi, through the Rules Committee, said, stop using gender-specific words. Okay, I won't. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Well, as I look at the screen, to my horror, in many ways, it looks like uh, one of these old Eastern European communist confabs where the, this case, the Democrat Party is standing in instead of the Communist Party of this country or that country. It's kind of what we're looking at here. You know, when uh, Donald Trump would give his State of the Union addresses, they would trash him relentlessly every year. He gave a State of the Union address from 2017 to 2020. And our brothers and sisters at Newsbuster put this little montage together to remind you of how they treated President Trump. Cut 13, go. And to me, it sounds like a speech that was written for someone that he was reciting. And there were some big words and big phrases that I don't think that he actually connected to. If you just listen to the speech, this was a speech written by a college student for someone else trying to use big words to impress that the person who was reciting it did not know the meaning of the words. One thing's pretty clear, John, he did not unify that chamber tonight. George, I've never seen anything like it. Right now, the Democrats have basically run for the exits. Again, sort of stoking, I think many would say, racial tensions by bringing up this issue of kneeling during the national anthem. If the president met with me after the speech, I would say to him, well, that was how not to give a unifying speech. So he mentioned Obamacare, the ending of Obamacare, divisive. Mentioned the tax cuts, divisive. Mentioned a whole rift on immigration, divisive in the national anthem, divisive. But I don't remember a time uh, when, when you would watch a State of the Union address being delivered by a president who is, I guess you could say, actively betraying the country. How can anyone see this as a good speech? How can anyone see this as unifying when he is spewing out lies to the American people? Lying. His data is wrong. His concepts are based on incorrect facts. This is an angry, racist um, platform. I saw this as a as a psychotically incoherent speech with cookies and dog poop. And while, yes, he was uh, trying to make appeals to the African-American community, it can't be forgotten that he was awarding the Medal of Freedom to Rush Limbaugh, who has a history of making uh, derogatory comments about African-Americans. 
I wonder how much of that you're going to hear. You're not going to hear any of it. Because the media in our country hate America. And they'll do anything to defend the Democrat Party and this president. That's precisely what's going to take place here. Let's take a few calls. Caleb, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, XM Satellite. How are you, sir? Doing very well, Mark. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so as you know, uh, there's a lot of tension going on in the nation. I just, just want you to think about this for a minute. From the minute the, the uh, Star Spangled Banner was written up until this point, we've had many great things happen. And we're at a turning point in our nation to where we need to have true leadership. We went from having an actual commander-in-chief that took the responsibility and the pride in being an American very seriously, and now we have a clown-in-chief because Biden is, is not taking care of the border. Uh, I mean, we, there's a laundry list of things that we could go over, but uh, I just see him unfit to be president of the United States. I mean— it's, uh, it's a crying shame that we've But there to- he is, and we have to figure out things that we can do about it that are within the box, and that's what I'm trying to do. And this is the, this is the problem. We can, we can talk about these things, and we should. But we're going to have to do more than that. We're going to have to take it apart, see who's involved, what's involved, what's going on at the local, state, and federal level, and build it back together again. That's what's going to have to happen. And so whether he's unfit for office and all the rest of it, I don't disagree with you one iota. But this is what we have. This is what we have to address. This is what we have to confront. And this is why Amazon's screwing around with my book. It's okay. We'll get through it. We've got more important things to do. And that is we're going to wake up our neighbors. We're going to wake up family members. We're going to wake up our friends. We're going to galvanize. We're going to rally. And I don't mean just go to rallies. That doesn't do enough. We're going to rally in defense of our country, and we're going to go on offense. That's the game plan, fundamentally, generally understood. I want to thank you, Caleb, for your service, too. Take care of yourself. Let us go to Jerry, Passaic, New Jersey, the great WABC. Go right ahead, please. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order several of your books. I have five grandkids, and the oldest one's in high school, so I'm going to make sure I give her one Thank and you. give the other two. And I have all your other books except for uh, Men in Black. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, well, I hope uh, they've been useful. Oh, they've been extremely useful. In fact, I confronted two other people this week. I'm a cancer survivor, so I have to tell you what oh, happened. Wow. I went to my doctor for a checkup, you know, my radiologist and colleagist, this other idiots in the office. I'm saying, you like the way the country is being run? He said, yeah, New York. And I was telling him, when I moved to South, he says, New York has got everything. I said, I guess you're right. It's got criminals that are running around the street, um, homeless people, defecation, and last but not least, brain-dead nitwits like yourself who are basically uh, in the twilight zone. Other than that, you're a fine human being. <laughs> I like you. That's good. You got spunk. That's what counts. Thank you for your call. I've got to run. Don't get mad at me. Let's see if they comment on Dr. Biden's clothes, you know? I'm not not sure I'm in. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, Well, we only have 40 seconds. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to go. What I would like you to do is not watch this. Uh, I will comment on it if you care on Blaze TV. You can head over there or you can turn on whoever you want to listen to. But my recommendation is don't get heartburn over this. And instead, just go over to Amazon.com. If you're going to order the book, today is a perfect time to do it. We really need to join together and battle what's taking place in this country. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you and be well. Be well.